Okay, everybody. So I have been recording several episodes, but for some reason they haven't been posting. So I guess this is my first episode after the introduction. And I decided to start by, um, I guess, telling you a little bit of my childhood on dealing with different topics as simple as um, bullying and misunderstandings, I guess, since I was little. So the first thing you need to know is that being disabled because of polio is is uh, an interesting life, but I've had a good life. So please don't misunderstand that I'm not um, trying to create any drama or anything. I'm just sharing stories to help people uh, who are also maybe disabled by other reasons or maybe finding it, finding it difficult in life because, as you can guess, bullying, being picked on, whatever you want to call it, was very fierce with me. And it was scary at times, you know. Um, I can tell you an instance of parents, actually, in a way, without them knowing, being very ugly. Um just remembering, you know, talking with my mom, wanted to make sure I remembered correctly because I was little, you know, you remember certain moments, you know, and stuff like that. But she said, yeah, we talked about it. It was one of my um, first time ever going to school. It was my first day of school. I was excited because, you know, in our family, you weren't really allowed to play with other children, you know, because there wasn't any. (laughs) There was like your sister, your brother, your cousins, and that's it. You know, that's who you play with. You know, my mom did not believe in letting me spend the night somewhere else. And I'm okay with that. You know, I'm older now. Um, so I was a little nervous and excited and, and I remember because it stood out, you know, I saw mom go up to her son and kind of bend down to him. Now, this part I don't know if she did on purpose or not, so who knows, right? I'll never really know. She kind of looked at him and said, Okay, I don't want you to stare, but don't get too close to her. And he looked over to me. I don't want you to get sick. I was like, I'm not sick. I don't have a code. I even wiped my nose thinking, what, Am I dripping or something? I don't know. <laughs> Um, but I do remember what happened after that. Uh, my mom was with her best friend and the best friend kind of looked over her and made her a face like you wouldn't believe, like bitch face, like I'm going to kill you with my eyes, you know, for saying something as stupid as that. I didn't understand, but you can feel the tension growing. And I was like, okay. And, you know, the mom of that little boy. I get it. I do. I, I, I really do. Even I even got it back then when I was little. Moms are supposed to protect you, defend you, be there for you. And they do their best. All parents do. Unfortunately, though, sometimes your good intentions or your fears are the problem. That little boy went off to never play with me, address me, or anything. Now, that would have been okay. One kid, right? But the whole class did it. I want you to understand that for me, it was an isolating experience. Because it happened again in first grade. It happened again in second grade. And it happened again 
in third grade. No one would play with me. No one would touch me. Everybody always said I was cootie girl, you know. She's got cooties. <laughs> and yes, I can laugh about the house sometimes anyway. Um, but there's something to be said about parents, you know. You have to understand what you're saying at all times. But you are not perfect. But that was one of the occasions where, in my mind, the way I felt is, Maybe if she wouldn't have said anything. There was, of course, going to be bullying regardless. My disability with polio are my legs. It's obvious when I walk. There's no hiding it, okay? So I became very self-aware of who I was very quickly. I was already kind of quiet and mousy when I got there. You wouldn't believe it when I was at home. At home, I was different, you know, but... That isn't everybody, you know? Um, by the time I got to first, second, third grade around there, I remember I was sent to a classroom because I was falling behind. And back then, and I'm not that old, but back then and, and even today, some teachers think that disabled children, for some strange reason, are also slow in, in the brain. I don't know why. So I hope that's not true anymore, but I've heard stories. You know, they think that you are either damaged there too or it spreads. I don't know why they think that, but they do. I was always sat in the back of the classroom. I was never really allowed to uh, join in, I guess you could say, or maybe they thought I didn't want to. I don't know. But I, I fell behind quite a bit. So I was sent to this classroom with a special ed teacher. And we were sitting there. And I honestly was so tired of being the dumb one. Of not understanding. Of struggling just to spell out a word. So I kept asking her, what does it mean? I, I don't understand. And... I was like, okay, she explained it again, and again, and again, and I think at one point she thought I was being a nuisance, uh, a, a joker or something, but I really wasn't, I really wanted to know, and I was getting so frustrated because I didn't, and I think it, it came through, like, my frustration, her frustration, it was coming through. And I kept telling her, I don't understand. I, can you explain it to me? You know, When you're little and you're getting frustrated, sometimes it comes off a little weird. It sure did. Next thing I knew, she came up to me and said, why are you acting this way? Why? While she was grabbing me by my shoulders and shaking me. That was something that stood up in my mind and kind of traumatized me just a little <laughs> to say the least I don't know if she was being uh, malice or not I, I really don't know all I remember is getting so scared that all I can think of was what did I do you know I really did I was thinking what did I do so after that what I took away from that was fear. Never ask a question again. 
Just stay quiet. Know your place. After lots of therapy, I came to realize that's why I never said anything after that. Not to a teacher, not to anybody. No matter how much I suppressed it, when I was brave enough to say something or do something, people were like, oh my gosh, she spoke. You know? I remember going home. Oh my God, I didn't want to tell my parents at all. But, you know, I, I didn't have to. She saw the bruises and the scarring and the nurse had to put little band-aids on me. And she looked at it and not only has she pierced the skin, you know, but they didn't tell her what had happened. Nobody did. So that upset my mother even more. And when my father came home, they pretty much were very upset. I, as you can imagine as parents to find out that another teacher manhandled your daughter just for asking a question isn't exactly something you like we went to the principal's office the next morning the principal listened to my mother and and he saw my arms and couldn't believe it they were in a state of shock you have to understand this particular teacher was nice super nice she had been a teacher for 27 years and this happens. And I, I really did blame myself because a lot of people did care for her. And I just kept asking why. Maybe I should have never done that. Who knows, right? But I didn't wish her ill will. But I remember my reaction that day. She came into the office and they discussed everything. And she was fired because she touched me. And I mean... She didn't just bruise me. She actually cut me. I don't remember if the nails she had on were real or if they were fake. Um, I do remember the bruises she left after. And she did apologize. In fact, she cried. She said she doesn't know what happened to her. She doesn't understand why she lost patience. And she did tell my mom that she did read my vows. She does know how far behind I had fallen because of all the hospital visits and, and everything else that had happened to me. So she knows that it's, I'm smart. It's just... So that was her explanation. Either way, she got fired and left the school. I was, after that, quiet. I didn't really learn much in elementary because I fell behind and then uh, I didn't care. To be honest, I really didn't care. Uh, there was uh, several other incidents we'll get into right now. Um, I think you'll find funny because I certainly do. And you can certainly laugh because it's my life. It's just something that happened to me. It didn't happen to you. But I hope you watch out <laughs> and not either know how to handle it maybe by listening uh, or I don't know. To be honest, I don't know. So uh, there was a, a teacher when I was in third grade who, um, and again, I don't know why she did this. Uh, I don't know if it was because she was trying to teach me to be brave and who cares or vice versa, didn't care. So I had the habit of always going to the back of the line because I can't climb the stairs that fast at all, basically. You know, I have to grab the rail. And when I was younger, I can kind of hop along, you know, like like kind of hurry and a little hoppity hop there but 
I always stayed behind because, you know, I, I didn't want the whole, I don't know if you've ever heard this, but the little sigh, the, <sighs> when someone is in front of you going really slow and you get impatient, go the fuck around. I am so sick of that sigh. That is one of my pet peeves, the sigh. Oh, I hate it. It's like, do you not see me grabbing the rail? Do you not see that I'm going slow? And it's none of your business why the fuck I'm going slow. Go around. And if there's no room to go around, then grow a pair, whether it be your cookie or your other, and say, excuse me, do you mind if I go around you? Most, almost 99% of the people that are disabled or going through something will say, oh yeah, let me move. It's that simple. Anyway, so she liked to put everybody in alphabetical order. I don't know why. <laughs> I never got that. And unfortunately, I was in the C's. <laughs> C is in cat. So, guess what I had to do? <laughs> it was no bueno. No fun. No fun at all. And every day, she made me do it. And every day, the class just folded their arms and looked at me like, hurry the fuck up. Um, I don't know why she did it. Um, it bothered me quite a bit. I even told uh, the other kids that I didn't like going in the middle. I like being last. They even tried to help me one time by kind of going around me. And uh, that was okay. But then by the time I got upstairs, I had to hurry up and get in where I supposed to be. And they wouldn't say anything. Um... But it was frustrating because every time that happened, I would get nervous. Because the experience I had suffered with the other teacher of getting my self shook, now I wondered, well, is this one going to punish me the same way? And I didn't say anything to my parents because I figured, well, if I say something, am I going to get in trouble again? You know, that mentality of a child, you know, that you don't want to do anything. So... All the way, always doing it, always rushing. And just to let you know why this particular thing bothered me, it wasn't that I minded. And at some point, the kids got used to it, I guess. You know, kids get used to a lot of things. But it hurt. It actually hurt physically. I don't mean emotionally. I mean physically. Um, trying to move that fast to go up the stairs when you're... When your polio and everything in your legs are like that, they're, the muscles, your even your skeletal system is thinner or even weaker because it's just not there. So trying to move that fast is painful. So I would go home every time and I would be <laughs> basically in pain. I would just sit there quietly or whatever. And I, I, to be honest, I, I can't tell you why I didn't say anything. I, I can honestly tell you I don't know why. Maybe I was still afraid from the other time. I I don't know. I don't know, but know this. So my message to you, all the kids out there, teenagers or otherwise or older people, you're different. We're different, okay? Society's always going to look at you differently. No matter how much PC or snowflakes tell you, oh, no. Yeah, they do. Yeah, they do. They do. And And... You have to understand that you have to work that much harder and learn that much more in order to succeed because it's already against you. 
I mean, if it wasn't for certain people, I wouldn't have... uh, My school didn't have any ramps. Okay? No ramps or elevators whatsoever. That's how poor my school was. And when we got a ramp, guess what? They didn't build the ramp for us. They built the ramp so uh, cargo could get in and out of the cafeteria. (laughs) Uh, There was no (laughs) anything, you know? So by the time I left elementary... We had one ramp in the front and one ramp in the back and they had installed a second rail, <laughs> you know, but I was like, yay, you know, whoever comes after me, yay you. <laughs> but that was, that was interesting to me. It's, um, ever ending complication of learning how much harder you have to work. Okay. And I'm not going to sit here and tell you that, oh, you should take it easy on disabled people. Sure, if you want to, by, by all means, understand that we're going to be maybe just a little bit physically slower or maybe in pain. doesn't make us stupid or dumb or mentally slow. Unless, of course, the person is mentally slow, I guess. And even then, they're not. So, and I apologize, my sinuses are just acting up. But, um... You grow up knowing, not just because people point it out all the fucking time, but you do. You know, I would look around and I would look at my brother and sister that would run a different way. Uh, I was lucky if I could just fucking hop <laughs> or, or uh, what is it called? Um, skip. There you go. Skip. Uh, I never got to do that. Never got to skip. I could jump rope. And I forced myself to learn the double dutch. Uh, it hurt like, oh my god, you wouldn't believe, but I didn't care. Picture glee when I learned it, when I actually got it. And I was able to join everybody else in double dutch. I fell so many fucking times. But the kids, like I said, they got used to me. So they would just laugh and say, hurry up, get out of the way. And then get back in line. And we'd do it again. Kids can get used to a lot of things. And they understand a lot more than we give them credit for. That's for sure. Um, let me see. There was only a couple of teachers that were actually really cool with me. Um, there was Miss Garcia who realized that I was falling behind in reading. So she went out of her way to give me books that I liked. And that's when I became very much addicted to Garfield, um, romance novels, and, um, oh, adventure stories. I love adventure stories, you know, like, uh, going on a quest or something like that. So I started reading more and more and more because of her, because of her. By then, it was fourth grade. Yeah, it was fourth grade. I cut up on my reading because of her. Uh, I caught up in my math. I was not very good at science um, till later, but she was the only one that took her time to understand that I had been ignored. And of course, then there was also all the times that I couldn't be there. And then no one would catch me up because they didn't think it was important to catch me up. And, um, yeah, it was, it was a crazy time, but it was interesting. By fifth grade, I finally made friends. Uh, there was two guys, believe it or not, two guys. 
in the classroom who were very, very nice to me. Uh, in fact, we stayed friends all the way through high school. Uh, they were awesome. They didn't care at all. In fact, to this day, I can't remember if if one of them asked me what was wrong with me or the other. To be honest, I, I don't I don't remember either one of them asking me. But they were always talking with me, and and we, I guess because I liked comics and I liked uh, biking, we would bike all the time and and all this stuff. As far as girlfriends are concerned, I, I really didn't have many girlfriends. Never really did. Girls can be vicious with girls. That is true. I had one friend, and she was in fourth grade, and I wish I knew where she was today. All I remember is her name was Dawn. But we were in fourth grade, and, and she was a new student. She was a transfer student. And these two boys were picking on me and pushing me and I was used to it to me unless you really hurt me I'm not going to respond that's how I was you know um and they kept pushing pushing and finally she pushed them and they both went on the floor and this girl was um I guess she, she had her growth spurt already so she was taller than all of us and to top it off she was a military brat that much I do remember and she looked at him and said, stop hitting her. What you doing? And I, I was like shocked. Nobody really cared at that point, you know. And they said, whatever, you know, we're going to lunch. And she goes, well, go then. No one's stopping you. And they left. And she turned around and looked at me and said, why are those two boys picking on you? And I said, oh, because I'm disabled. And she goes, well, that's not very nice. And I went, that's okay, I'm used to it. And she goes, oh, well, what's wrong with you? You look fine. And again, you really can't tell until I walk, you know. And I always wore little pants, you know. Uh, and then my mom introduced me to jeans. Oh, my God. Ah. Never took those off ever again. Never wore a dress after that. Anyway, so jeans, high tops, and a T-shirt. That was me. And I looked at her and said, well, good. And she started laughing. And I go, you're not supposed to look at that. And she goes, well, that's true. And then she goes, let's go eat. You want to go eat? And I figured, fuck it. She'll probably sit with someone else anyway. Doesn't matter. Okay. And I had a walk. And she actually walked slowly down the stairs with me. Because she noticed that when I was walking down, I had to hold on to the rail. In fact, I made it a point when she was going down the stairs that I wait until she takes a step to realize, oh, the, the rail is on the left side. So I have to wait for her to go to grab it. So I wait. That was my MO. You know, you wait. Um, remember, that other rail on the right didn't get installed until I left. Okay. <laughs> so that's what I did. And we had lunch. After that, we kind of talked every day. Every day. And... It was nice to have what I call my dawn shield. That's what I called her, my shield. Um, I was reading Lord of the Rings then, by the way. Uh, she didn't like it. <laughs> she said it was too fucking long. <laughs> so she read The Hobbit and I told her it's the same writer. <laughs> uh, oh man, I didn't think it was going to get me. Anyway, I wish I knew where she was today. 
she defended me quite a bit. Uh, by fifth grade, I think most of the kids that knew me uh, got, I guess, maybe we grew up a little and they became my friends after all this time. I, you know, there was several boys and girls that actually talked to me, but they always said that to my face, you're weird. You're too weird. You're too different. So I was like, yep, that's me, you know? So I never really considered anything other than that. And I was like, okay, whatever. But fifth grade came around and all that happened, but I missed Dawn. She wasn't there. She was a military brat, so um, she transferred. And I never got to get an address from her or talk to her. But you see, the last day of school, she told me, don't worry. My dad's going to be stationed in San Antonio for like, I think she said two more years or three more years. Something like that, right? So she was going to go visit her aunt for the summer and then she was going to come back, supposedly. But I never saw her again. I don't know if they transferred schools or what. You know, but, um, it was, uh, something to behold, I guess. One little girl, you know, and I, I don't know other than her, everybody else was nice enough. Does that make sense? They were nice enough. Anyway, but bullying in school is never going to stop. And it's not because their mentality of the parents necessarily. Some parents are bullies themselves, but you know. But it's because no matter how we encourage to accept different people, some of us find it scary, difficult, or don't understand. And when they ask questions, we tend to not give them a full answer. You think kids don't understand, but they understand way more than you think. I should know. I was one. You should know. You was one. <laughs> but I remember being asked a lot of questions, you know. Uh, one kid would like to poke my leg a lot. He wanted to know if I could feel it or, or if it was real. Oh. So I always thought it was hilarious. Yes, I could fucking feel it. <laughs> it's my skin. Different nerves, dude. Different nerves. <laughs> But when you're little, you know, I remember trying to play with everybody or being forced to play because I can tell you that my coach, my PE coach, didn't care about my disability until they made him, which was sad. I remember that. He would tell me, you can do it, hustle, just jog, just go slowly, but do the best you can, you know, because we had a run. So I did. Believe it or not, I, I tried. I would go the slowest you've ever seen in your life, but I did it. And then uh, I guess someone told him something because one day he changed. He said, we were playing uh, kickball and he, or was it softball? No, softball. It was softball. And I always played, you know, because I was actually a good batter. <laughs> I would actually hit the balls really far sometimes and that would give me the advantage to be able to run to first or even second. <gasps> you know, limp limp my little ass over there. Um, 
And he said, okay, you're up. And then he put his hand on my shoulder and bent down and said, wow, I'm sorry. I didn't think he was going to bother me. I guess the school told him not to let me run anymore. Maybe it was liability issues. So he told me, you're going to hit it out of the park. But she's going to run for you. And by the way, that she, my classmate, didn't even know. She was like, I am? <laughs> and when you do that, uh, I don't know how to explain it. Kids sometimes are lazy. I'm one of them. So in my mind, I didn't realize what had just happened. I thought, oh cool, it's fucking hot out here. I just got out of running. When really the fact was, they took my recess away. I know that sounds silly to you. But to me, being told, sit down. Just when the other students were accepting you. Damn it. I felt like a, a knock, like someone knocked the air out of me. And I was like, what the fuck just happened? And again, once again, I had that, that whole thing where you understand a little bit of what's going on, but then I suppressed it and moved the fuck on. I was taught. And I, to this day, love that I was taught this. You suck it up. You don't cry. You don't show emotion. You suck it up. And then when you're at home, alone, then you can cry. That was, I know to some of you that sounds harsh, but it helped me. It really did. If not, oh my God, I would have been known as the biggest crybaby. Because as many times as I, I got hit, punched, and FYI, thrown down the stairs. <laughs> and I'll tell you that one later. Um... I would be crying all the fucking time in school. Because that did happen. It's difficult, but you have to be able to adjust. And I learned. I learned how to do it. I learned that people will never understand who you are unless they are willing to. And if they're not willing to, then the best thing you could do is suck it up and move forward. I know it sounds easier said than done and it trust me it is not easy <laughs> but at the end I had to do it you know and I felt bad for that PE teacher I did because I think he was trying to encourage me to explore and be braver like he would encourage me to climb the fucking monkey bars and run but I think that day, even he felt shitty. You could see it on his face, you know? I remember, he didn't want to ask me this. He didn't want to tell me this. But it had to be done, apparently. And that was the last day I did anything during PE or recess. Even at recess, they would uh, kind of like... You know how they always have the monitors there? 
watching everybody, making sure nobody leaves the school grounds or whatever, and, and making sure no one comes in. Um, he, you could, you could tell he just didn't like it. Didn't like it at all. Um, but sometimes you can't say anything, you know? So after that, I pretty much just sat there, which was fucking sucky. Really sucky. <laughs> but it happened. And there's nothing I can do about that. Nothing I can change, really. It kind of... It was just difficult. And I, and I want to assure people out there... Uh, I'm not bitter. Even though sometimes I think I am. I'm not. It's shit that happened in my life. Who influenced and has made me who I am today and uh, it just made me understand quite a bit of things it really did I hope that whoever you are whether you're disabled because someone didn't give you your vaccination or you're disabled because someone did or because you were born that way or something happened it is very different and your point of view in life will change and be very different from other people so i hope the little stories i tell you give you a, a perspective just a different view just a different thing and you know I can tell you that I look back and wonder how the fuck that happened, but it did. Sometimes I laugh about it. Sometimes I wonder why I didn't say anything. And then I try to, to understand that, dude, you were in elementary. What were you supposed to say? I was raised, be quiet, never talk back. And if something happens, you tell us, which is what I did. You know, so I didn't really have fun after that. It got worse. Middle school and high school was worse. You know, people always tell me that uh, high school was the best years of our lives. No, it's not. Stop fucking saying that. Stop fucking saying it. Maybe for the bully or the jock, but no. No, it's not. Even for them, it's hard, too. My best years of my life was college college but anyway this was first episode just a couple of short stories of elementary uh, next time I'll get into the whole how I ended up with polio maybe I don't know we'll see how it goes I'm just going to share moments of my life that well were very memorable revolved around my disability and basically were so fucking out there <laughs> but anyway I hope everybody's staying inside and being safe you know uh, don't take it lightly I've been in and out of hospitals all my life and let me tell you I've seen people come and go when it comes to infections and diseases and it's not pretty it's, and it's heartbreaking for the family so please be careful until next time everybody